Good day, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Total Wellness Radio. I'm doing something a little different today. I have with me at the clinic here in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Catherine Key, who is the lead educator and co-founder of an organization that we have uh, come to know and love here in Cheyenne, Guard Your Temple. And Catherine, thank you so much for being with me today on the, on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. So as we always try to start out and uh, share with people, what is it that puts you on this path? This is such an amazing topic for many people, a very challenging topic. It's hard to navigate. There's so much disinformation, it seems, or, or you know, conflicting information out there in the world today regarding the discussion of the righteousness around vaccines. Mm-hmm. And uh, so let's just start off by when did you start this? Uh, what prompted you to get involved with this and make this kind of your mission? to educate folks in the Cheyenne area about vaccines. Yeah, well, that's a really wild story. I kind of have to back up to when I was, um, well, even before I was pregnant with my son. I um, I used to be the guinea pig of the doctors. Um, yeah, I, in high school, I was my mom's healthiest kid. And okay. then in, um, all of a sudden, I got diagnosed with lupus and several other autoimmune conditions. And before I knew it, because back then I thought I was raised with um, being, you know how we were all raised, that God gave men the wisdom and direction to make all the pills and to practice being doctors so mm-hmm. we should just trust them mm-hmm. and go along. That's how I was raised. Yeah. So when I started having health, all my health problems, I thought you could go to the doctor and they were like the show house and they would figure out the mystery of what was wrong with you <laughs> okay. and you'd get all better. And They'd be- connect these dots and miraculously <laughs> you were healed. Right? And <laughs> before I knew it, I was on almost 20 meds at a time. Oh, yeah, and in and out of the hospital and told I would never have kids. And then, um, actually, the start of my journey was coming to you. And then um, I that's when I connected food with healing. Mm-hmm. And I ended up healing myself of all everything except for the fibromyalgia. Okay. I still struggle with that. So I'm really convinced that's my vaccine injury, mm. especially once I dove into the science and, and learn the way that autoimmune diseases are created mm-hmm. and the way vaccines are designed to work, um, that's when I put uh, connected the dots of them too. But anyway, so uh, I healed all my health issues okay. and I was pregnant with my son mm-hmm. and two mom friends urged for me to research vaccines. I was coming up on my prenatal vaccines. Okay, I think those are at like... 32 weeks they give you a tdap and a flu vaccine now and um turns out they're using those black label but they'll they have posters all over the offices and on every pregnancy app just ad after ad of how your baby will die if you don't get these two shots so they're using fear as the primary motivating tool not that hey this is a really exceptional thing that's going to guarantee you know you know, longevity and good health and your baby's going to love it. Exactly. (laughs) It's all about, well, if you don't do this, it's just nothing but fear. Which the further I dive into everything, the more and more I learn that if it's fear-based, it's against God. It's the opposite of God. 
Um, so I was like, okay, yeah, I know, I know. I got to do my research, especially after the road I had been down. I was halfway awake. And so I was like, okay, I got to do my research. So literally I put it off till a couple days before. And um, once I started researching, I fell hard. And mm. I didn't stop researching for probably the first year, year and a half. I was just watching documentaries. and. How many fires. hours do you think you've put into this? Oh, probably thousands. Thousands of hours. Because a lot of it is um, watching documentaries while I do chores around the house. Uh-huh. So just hours and hours of documentaries okay. and stuff. But a lot of reading, too. Yeah, people like Ty Bollinger and uh, some others. That was the very first was video it? I watched was um, The Truth About Vaccines. Okay. Um was my very first that and the one by um I actually got to meet her at an event um uh is it Hallie or Hale with the long red hair and she did that mm-hmm. autism um rhyme okay to spread awareness okay. those were the very first two videos okay. I watched yeah and um which would be a good recommendation for those listening that that would probably be a good place to start maybe right definitely you know? truth about vaccines is very deep and very good Ty um, Bollinger's work yeah. okay and also the two Vax movies, of course, are really good. Okay. Because um, those are a lot of the root of our um, presentation. Okay. For sure. But anyway, so I I realized, yep, that's definitely not the road for me. Okay. But then God started working on me. And for about nine months, I fought him hard. <laughs> and I, like... How'd you make out arguing with God? Right? It was very similar to Moses. I call it my Moses experience of like, God, people don't listen to me. I don't, they don't ever find me credible. Like, like not me. And then my anxiety got worse and worse mm. and worse. And finally, when I gave in, um, my anxiety subsided and doors started opening. Okay. And that's... Because I still wonder, like, why would God call a woman to start something like this? Yeah. And I don't really have the answers, but all I know is, like, fighting God was harder than giving in. That's the only thing I can... Yeah, kind of like Jonah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, that's basically how I came to it. And then um, I officially started Guard Your Temple, and it's been almost two years now, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, 2022, 2020 or 2021? I think it was late 2020. Wow. Yeah, I think yeah. like around October. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm losing track You've done of some time. classes here. You've had some good audiences mm-hmm. here that certainly have benefited from the message that you carry. And I think that, yeah. you know, your conversation touches on that, that the, it's not the messenger, it's the message, you know. And I know from, and watching mostly from afar, but I've noticed that, uh, God has put on you a very strong message regarding this topic yeah. that people, you know, Christians need to be uh, taking seriously. They need to be putting forth a little bit of effort so that they can be well informed. You exactly. Know? In the last few years, we've seen a violation of the number one medical ethic taught in medical school, and that is informed choice, informed consent. And it doesn't seem that that is, although that may have been taught while they were in medical school, uh, today it's no, you're doing this, you're doing that, and and if you don't, uh, we're going to somehow punish you, or you know, or, or or riddle you with fear over the thoughts of not doing what we tell you to do, and uh, I don't see where that's really informed consent mm-hmm. or informed choice. And and your program, yeah. the the guard your temple lecture that you give, 
uh, really helps to open people up to, here's the bigger picture. Here's how you can make really great choices for your family. So, yeah, well, How did you guys come up with the name, by the way? I'm curious. Oh, like, yeah. Temple. Share um, that real quick. Honestly, I think it just came to me. Um, we were brainstorming different names, and I think um, because my main reference is off of 1 Corinthians 6. Okay. Um, about how we're to guard our temple and be careful about everything we do with it and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought, well, that's perfect because yeah. that's what it's all about. It falls right in line with your mission. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it'd be easy to remember and catchy. <laughs> and I just, I think it was God. Honestly, yeah. I don't think it was me that came up with the name because once it popped in my head, like all the other names we were playing with, like nothing, just, yeah. it just literally just glowed. But, yeah, so you conceded that it was not a good idea to arm wrestle God, so he won Yeah. and put you on this path. You've got thousands of hours of self-education on credible documentaries from all over the place, yeah. and you piece together this... this uh... Well, and here's what I tell people, is I was born and raised in Cheyenne. My whole life is here. I don't ever plan on moving. I know almost half the town. I can't go to Walmart without running into <laughs> 10 people. Okay. If this wasn't truly something God had called me to, Mm -hmm. I never, ever would have done this on my own because it means I have ostracized myself from churches, Mm -hmm. from friends, from mom groups. Mm -hmm. Um, I've literally been chased off at so many churches. Um, uh, Moms that find out what I do, they literally will take their kid and back away from me at playdates and groups because... They're afraid of my son because he's unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally, God has called me to a very... It's a very challenging road. Isolated life. Yeah. I mean, not isolated. God's given me so many amazing friends mm-hmm. and strong friends, but I just mean, like, from majority of people, I'm the crazy anti-vax lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, and isn't it fair to say, and, and, and you touched on something that always, always strikes me as the point of the conversation. I'm not, I don't consider myself, from the standpoint of label, anti-vax or pro-vax. I'm pro-choice. Yeah. You know, I think that, you know, in God and his wisdom, in the Bible and the things that he's laid out for us, there's the wisdom. Now, we get to choose to follow that wisdom or to ignore that wisdom. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's what makes us innately human, right, is, is, is that self-will that God blessed us with. We get to have that choice. Um, one of the fairest relationships that we could possibly have. We have that free will. And, but if it's an uneducated free will or if it's a manipulated free will, then it's no longer free. And, it's, and then it becomes even more challenging to serve what God wants us to do for ourselves, for our families, and for our communities. Exactly. So, uh, so I appreciate you. I encourage, I mean, I just, I applaud you, right, for standing up and not letting this project go away. And I think that, you know, you're gearing up for some things coming up in the future yes. um, that we want to make sure people are aware of. What's what's the best way right now, we'll just interject it, what's the best way who for someone who hears the podcast to get in touch with you directly and, you know, and plug into the, you know, the vast resources that you have? And I've seen you, I mean, you put out a whole table covered in all these different resources from credible science, uh, credible, you know, clinics, uh, and certainly other people who have investigated this topic like you have, 
for people to become well-informed. What's the what's some upcoming things that you've got going on? Yeah, so um, we have our once-a-month class on the second Saturday of every month. Okay. That is the easiest way for somebody to see what we're all about because we're old-fashioned. We don't have a website yet. Okay. Um, you just, the best way is to either email me or call me okay. and um, uh, come to the once-a-month class and then you'll see every, all the sources, you'll see what the presentation's all about. And the main reason we keep that once a month is to have like a neutral place where we can get the pastors and we can get friends and family mm -hmm. that are on the fence to come yeah. and not feel like attacked or feel like we're trying to cause division. And then they see our presentation and that's it's very uplifting. Yeah. It's not and it's pretty mind pointing fingers. It's just saying no. here's the facts. Yeah. Basically the heart I came into this with is I was always raised that and I'm not saying I have the gift of prophecy or anything, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I was raised in church that the that the prophets were to warn the church of wolves mm -hmm. preying on the church. Mm -hmm. And so kind of the heart of this ministry is just wouldn't the church wanna know that they're being preyed on, that mm -hmm. Satan is using this as the strongest foothold in our church. Mm -hmm. That's the only heart of it. But anyway, so our biggest um, goal is to get to having people hosting in homes. Mm -hmm. So Grassroots. Yeah, yeah. so use the, the once a month to get people to coax them to come check it out, but then trying to get them to host in their home mm -hmm. and then try to get a couple people from that one to host yeah. and then so on, and hopefully it will just spider web. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. So that's... Well, you're early in the process. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's the two easiest way. And then we also have a Telegram, too. Okay. We, can, um, we have a Telegram channel, but we decided we wanted this to kind of go back about 20 years and be more face-to-face -face and sure. not on social media and stuff like that. So we're old-fashioned. I love it. Your next class coming up is January 14th? Yes. At? Salt Life Christian Fellowship. Okay. Um, that's on 14th and Cleveland in Sun Valley mm -hmm. at 12 o'clock. Okay. And if you, um, again, email me is the easiest way, Catherine.Key, um, which you'll have all the info you said on your um, podcast. Yeah, we'll put it in the description for and you. And just if you email me that you're RSVPing, I'll make you lunch. And oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably make shepherd's pie this month because um, we try to also keep the food relatively healthy because yeah. we want it to match our mission. So mm -hmm. we try not to do like pizza and stuff like that. We sure. try to make like chili or something like that Okay. with like usually gluten-free. And you typically, <laughs> I, if I remember right, correct me if I'm, if I'm uh, misremembering, uh, you have child services, kind of like a yes. people like women that want to, you know, they have the children. Yes, we do uh, have a couple volunteers that are on basically call. So again, um, same with lunch, RSVP if you need child care, and we'll get one of our volunteers. Or if your kids are old enough, they can just hang out in the room next to it and sure. watch Superbook. <laughs> they got the whole volume of super book in there. But it's definitely not kid appropriate, especially the um the the culmination of the presentation leads up to a very powerful video on um live aborted fetal cells and mm. how they're harvested. 
And I definitely want, don't want children to see that, especially if they've had vaccines themselves. There's no reason to put the fear in their minds. Because yeah. um, regardless of what we choose to do in ignorance, God is God has us. And yeah. this earth is just a waiting room anyways. It's an interesting, interesting way to put it. You're right. Yeah, so we shouldn't be fearful. I've yeah. been fully vaccinated. I have yeah. aborted fetal cells all throughout me. Yeah. <laughs> like, But God's got me. Yeah, back, back from the day. Yeah, 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 back from even just nine, ten years ago. Um, because after I looked, after I figured out the science and started looking back at my medical records, every time as a faithful military wife that I got boosters, mm-hmm. I had a huge plummet of health. Yeah. Like where I was in the hospital. Very coincidental, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a booster is still a vaccine. Yep. Yeah, it's, exactly. a, and it's a term used to dis. But if you're boosting a vaccine with another injection, you're using another vaccine. Well, and I got to thinking about it. I don't know why this never hit me, but my last presentation, I was going over the 1 Corinthians 6, as always, and the part about um, do not be a slave to anything Mm. hit me. And I thought about it, and I was like, wait, I never thought of that that way. Um, They found that with the MMR vaccine, you're dependent on it the rest of your life. In fact, they found that it pretty much doesn't work after the third shot. Mm-hmm. The flu shot's the same way. They found whooping cough vaccine. Um, uh, that's actually the opposite of the Big Bad Wolf commercial of Grandma the Big Bad Wolf. Because mm-hmm. if Grandma had caught whooping cough naturally, she'd have a cough and she'd say, I have to stay home away from the baby. Mm-hmm. But all these mothers are making Grandma get the whooping cough vaccine and they found that it only takes one of them and basically every time you come you you come across the wild virus mm-hmm. you'll still catch it but it will suppress all symptoms and you're just basically a silent carrier for the rest of your life and the same with the covid vaccine it's making people silent carriers yeah so Talk about being a slave to something. Once you lose your natural immunity, and like me, I've had the MMR and everything. Mm-hmm. I didn't pass down any immunity to my son, any antibodies, mm. because mine have been ruined from the vaccine. So, you know, totally a slave to it. Address the topic that seems to be, uh, you know, a, a, a point of discussion for a lot of people, and there seems to be because I've heard different information regarding this notion of shedding. Yeah. What can you share with our listeners, you know, based on your research, based on your, your class that you give, is there some things that people should be aware of in, in the, the truth behind that term, shedding? Because that seemed to be for a long time, and still is, you know, that's, that's a word that comes up in, in conversation. People have heard the word, they think there might be something to it, but they're really not you know, understanding or clear on what that actually means or how it could affect them. What What is yeah. the, the issue with shedding? Yeah, so shedding is basically where you're contagious for a period of time. Um, the MMR, I believe, is up to 30 days. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them are between, and it's all the live vaccines. So like okay. the MMR, chicken pox, um, I think varicella, um, I believe Tdap is a live one, right? Okay. Um, chicken pox 
And that is why oncologists tell their their patients to stay away from any kids that have gotten the chickenpox vaccine or the MMR is because they all have a shedding period from two weeks to, to 30 days. And that means you're literally shedding the virus off. You're contagious. You're throwing it off on mm-hmm. you. And, um, and, and they've literally manipulated us into believing it's the unvaccinated spreading the diseases. But what's funny is when, remember the measles war right mm-hmm. before COVID? Mm-hmm. Well, that was all propaganda because they were trying to mandate the measles shots. Mm-hmm. And so um, in New York and California, they were kicking unvaccinated out of the schools and then they were having measles and mumps outbreaks and chickenpox outbreaks once all the unvaccinated were gone. Um, there was also a ship, um, a Navy ship. Mm-hmm. I read a, something about this. Yeah, this was like in the start of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, they all got their MMRs and loaded onto the ship. And then they ended up having to, to stay out until they... Because they all caught measles, mm-hmm. and they had to, they couldn't dock until they all got over it. Mm-hmm. Everybody was hundred percent vaccinated, and then uh, zoos, like zoos, will do this. They'll be like, "You get a free, um, uh, get a free pass into the zoo if you get a flu shot yeah. or uh, this shot." And it's a live shot. So what do they do? They they give everyone this vaccine, and then they all send them into the zoo to all, like, breathe and everything all <laughs> over each other. So it's completely opposite. And um, this COVID, honestly, I can't even keep up with the um, latest on the COVID. It's just too much. God told me, basically, I gave you enough information to get to open the door for people, but you don't have to keep, like, draining yourself learning more basically but from what we're seeing from this covid shot um because it makes these spike protein copies Mm -hmm. we don't know if the shedding will ever stop yeah it looks like it's just gonna keep making copies indefinitely well and that would make sense to me because we're dealing with first of all we're dealing with a historic vaccine that we the people gave the power to the pharmaceutical companies to produce. Mm-hmm. And we gave it to them unknowingly. And here's what I'm getting to. The 23andMe movement, the genetic genie, uh, um, and another company out there, the name escapes me, but these folks were saying, hey, get your genetics tested, mm-hmm. and, and it's just a $100 bill, right? So, wow, I can, I can tap into the most you know, up-to-date uh, current science on testing my genetics to see what I have maybe potential weaknesses for and all these other things. In the meantime, those companies were selling your DNA into the pharmaceutical arena for, for uh, science and research to develop these vaccines. And so it makes sense that when it's, the, you know, it's based on our RNA in the body, and that is a duplicatable at the cellular level, it's duplicating constantly it's replicating whatever's been influenced to it. And of course, it's going to replicate the virus. Yeah. This is just common sense. You don't have to be a geneticist or a gerontologist right. uh, to, to realize that if you're dealing with something that you've put into the body to impact you at the DNA level, the, uh, the cellular level, the RNA level, 
And that has a replicative, uh, it's part of its job to replicate and reproduce and bring, you know, keep us healthy and replace old with new, uh, that the new is going to be diseased. Yeah. There's just, how can you not see that? Yeah. And it especially makes sense when you um, hear the coroner's reports of how the spike proteins have completely taken over the liver and kidneys and heart and everything like their mm-hmm. volume just loaded full of them yeah full of disease yeah yeah it's just it's crazy i yeah. feel like i'm in the twilight zone <laughs> i refer to i refer to it as the matrix yeah, right? yeah we're all in the matrix and uh you know you're you've been called to run one of the ships and you're running around trying to unplug people Right, and you're all constantly being abused and under attack. That movie too. Yeah, that's you know, um, to see what the message is there is. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, it's pretty profound. Can I, can I take you... the blue pill again? Can I go back to the blue pill? Have all my friends back? <laughs> <clears throat> well, and that does bring up another question that I have, and that there's got to be a. What has been some of the greatest challenges you've had to walk through? You mentioned, you know moms pulling their kids away from you and oh you're the anti-vax lady and and all these other things talk about getting mislabeled right um you know you've been given a strong message to share with people based on you know facts truth scripture science and it comes together in your presentation and so what's one of the biggest challenges that you've had to face um two two biggest challenges was one finding a church I was church homeless for about two years. Mm-hmm. Every time they would get word of what I do, mm-hmm. um, it was like a wall was put up. And then they would, it was, I just felt like they were, cha- I had one pastor that literally said if he found out I was telling people what I do and, and proselytizing that he would be incredibly angry. His congregation was being infiltrated by truth. Unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. And then I found out later he doesn't vaccinate his kids. I'm mm-hmm. like, um, all right, like, okay, why didn't you, why'd you chase me off then? Um, and so that was the one hardest thing. And then the other hardest thing is I can't get people to show up to class. Yeah. Like, I might have a great month and have, like, four or five people. Yeah. Um, but I just, especially people in the medical, I need people. And people that are in the freedom movement that are mm-hmm. already awake. Mm-hmm. 80-90% of the people are like, ah, I'm already awake to this. I don't need to come and check it out. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we need people that are awake to see it and get excited so that you'll right. bring your friends, family, and pastor that aren't awake. And um, so it's kind of like pulling teeth to try to get people to participate and come. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm basically putting it out there as a challenge, like, yeah. If this is something that you care about and you care about saving lives, come and check it out because I guarantee you it is so powerful. Even people that are awake walk away from mm-hmm. the presentation going, whoa. Well, I personally have seen your presentation four times over the course of that two-year period of time. And, and I can assure you and our listeners that every time I attended your class... A couple of things happen. One, obviously, you're comfortable 
nature in delivering the class. Kids get her. You're very competent, (laughs) right? You're very competent. I didn't grow because God had to grow my presentation skills. Yeah, sure. (laughs) And and so, you know, that obviously has has, uh, improved your ability to have impact with your message. Yeah. And and the second thing is I've always learned something new. Some, oh, aha. Uh, you know, I encourage people here at the clinic that if they haven't gone, they need to. And for those that have, it's no different than any other classes that I teach on a regular basis. You need a refresher. You know, once or twice a year, minimum. Minimum. Because, as, you know, as your program grows, as you get new up-to-date information and different changes and the things. Because now we're two years two and a half years, you know, mm-hmm. post-pandemic, for the most part, uh, we're starting to see the effects. And we were, you know, told by the science that it could take three to five years to see some, what is this really going to do? What is the aftermath on a person's health from, from being exposed to this? So my encouragement for anybody listening is that you need to seek out one of these presentations, attend, become well-informed, get hopefully inspired or see things from a broader perspective a more truthful perspective and even consider hosting this in your in your home or your church especially if you're if you're worried about whether it's biblical or not or whether um this is truth or not Mm -hmm. um our presentation has scripture throughout it and it has a video helping you compare it to the Bible as far as is it fruit bearing or is it not fruit bearing and good what, point yeah and once you compare that especially when you look at the the myocarditis the the tons of myocarditis the blood clots mm-hmm. the um, basically crippling thousands and killing thousands of people mm-hmm. and that's with less than one percent being reported to yeah. bears yeah that's not fruit bearing yeah that is that is the complete opposite. Producing exactly the opposite of what we're being told. Yeah, exactly. So. And so it says if it's not fruit bearing, to cut it off and mm-hmm. throw it away, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To prune it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to get it off the tree. Well, what other uh, plans, if any, do you have for the future? I know you, we're going to use this uh, podcast to kind of get out there and try to help uh, encourage folks to attend on January yes. 14th yes. at noon, Salt Life Fellowship. Yes. And uh, you'll be having shepherd's pie and can make arrangements for, for child care if necessary. So you've got all the bases covered. Yeah, and this is the first of the year, so yes, please come and let's start it off with a bang. Yeah. And then my biggest focus is um, booking um, in-home Ones, okay. as many as I can get going. Do you have like a form there that you give to people that they can fill out right then and there and kind of like, <laughs> if hey, I'm interested, I want to know more. What does that look like? Yeah. What does it take to host one of these? Yeah, I no, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Um, actually, I have, a, I'm now doing a packet mm-hmm. um, of info I give out. And I was actually, had come to me to put in it a sheet that says would you how like to know how you can support us yeah and then put either hosting yeah because there's no financial request on this either not really i'm honestly um i haven't asked for money because i need volunteers and i need people to come to class more than i need money (laughs) like i figure i'll start 
fundraising when that actually comes, but God's blessed us. Yeah. Um, my husband and I were without a church for a couple years. Well, yeah, you know that. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> the way I said it, it was like it was new information. Yeah. But um, so we, we've been putting our tithe into a, a separate savings account for mm-hmm. when we came to a church. So we put some money into it. Um, Salt Life was very very supportive for us so we've had god has provided everything we've needed for flyers for um i bought a couple softwares to redo our um design work Mm -hmm. um and so we honestly haven't needed for money um i figure i'll start begging when we actually need it but (laughs) i need people (laughs) so we gotta get the word out and prayer People in prayer. People in prayer. And also, I really, even though we're not doing social media, the biggest way people could help is if um, they take my screenshot of this flyer Mm -hmm. and try to make it viral on Mm -hmm. Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a screenshot I can send them where I've blurred out vaccines to fight censorship. Mm -hmm. And I would just love it if people just started sharing it and got their friends to share it. And then Mm -hmm. it just ended up all over Facebook. Mm -hmm. That would be one of the best ways people could help us get the word out. Not to mention, like, they can get flyers from me and put them in doctor's offices everywhere. I sneak them everywhere I can. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Catherine, as we get ready to wrap this up, do you have any final thoughts or words of encouragement for the listeners? Um, Basically, you just have to be so guarded these days with every decision. You need to be like Paul. Don't just blindly go along. You need to look at all the evidence, then consult the Bible and God and pray over it before making any decision. And if you or your family have taken the COVID shot, um, we have ways to help mitigate a lot of the damage. Mm-hmm. Um, you are working on programs. I know my chiropractor is working on detox programs. Mm-hmm. There is help you can get, and number one is our eternal security needs to be in Jesus, and he is the one that decides when our time is up. Yeah, wise words. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate you. you. Appreciate okay, everybody, this is going to wrap up episode 388, I believe, on the Total Wellness Radio podcast. And again, I want to reiterate how to get in touch with Catherine. It's Catherine.key at guardyourtemple.org. At K-A-T-H-R-Y-N dot K-I-J at guardyourtemple.org. And the upcoming class, January 14th at 12 p.m. noon at the Salt Life Fellowship uh, Church there at the corner of 14th and Cleveland here in Cheyenne. I encourage you folks to come out, be supportive, be open to learning uh, about this challenging topic that we all face we all have to navigate, and what better way to navigate this than with uh, the truth and the Lord and the Bible as uh, as our shield? So, all right, thank, thank you so much. Dr. Thank you David. so much. God bless. That's going to do it for this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. Remember, if you are a practitioner in the healing arts and would like to have your own interview on Total Wellness Radio. Please reach out to me, 307-631-5300. That's 307-631-5300. Send me a text message, your name and your modality, and let's get you scheduled to be on an upcoming episode of Total Wellness Radio.